Welcome to Techies, the podcast about simplifying our lives one gadget at a time. This is episode number 51, 514, Sunday, May 1st, 2016. My name is Shane, and I also have with me here as well, indeed, in fact, Tony. <laughs> I just go I never with, know who you're going to pick first. I just go with who, who's literally on the screen, because... That's Are we means, both on the screen? means Tony's making the most noise, really, because uh, I was on mute. I was on mute. I don't know why I showed you then. Ooh, I was on mute as well. Oh, maybe that's why you didn't know who to I was on mute second. I think because I, I, I was mutier. <laughs> yeah, you were quieter. Um, yeah, I'm good. How are you? How are you guys doing? I am okay. Yeah, I'm assuming you asked me how I was doing. I don't even remember. <laughs> Was I on mute? (laughs) Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I am doing fantastic. I'm on my uh, second glass of tea now, so I'm feeling really good. (laughs) From tea, all right. Yeah, that's cool. Very cool, very cool. Uh, I am not. Tony, what about you? I just downed a glass of water, so how's that? (laughs) Boom. I thought you were going to say wine. Pee like a racehorse, man. (laughs) No, nothing. No, I just, I just got really thirsty, so I wanted to grab some water. Ooh, you're not saving anything for the show? Uh, nah, I guess not. Not yet, anyway. <laughs> there could be more later. We'll... Ooh, yeah, we'll see how you sound at the end. That's right. That sounds pretty good. Tony, <laughs> down some water. Water. Was it in Clear a liquid. bottle that said Svedka by chance? Svedka? What? <laughs> Svedka. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay, well, I uh, I have a Krabby's, or Krabby's, however you want to say that, Fruits Cloudy Alcoholic Lemonade hmm. from Edinburgh, 1801. Ooh, that's when it was made, 1801? <laughs> yeah. I don't feel so good, guys. <laughs> it's got an elephant on it. Uh, that means stuff. Ooh, sounds good. Hmm. That's how you know it's good. Tastes like elephant. Yeah. <laughs> Have you eaten elephant? I've never had elephant. Mm. Well, so I guess that's uh, I guess that's about that's it for our for our little intro <laughs> section here this this uh, evening. What what do you guys think? Anything else? <laughs> Anything else before we move on? Ah uh, ah? Uh, no, nothing. Nothing at all. All right. I'm out of tea, so we should probably move on. <laughs> All right. Well, I have a little bit of a somewhat of an older article. Not, you know, this isn't as old as uh, some of the articles I've done. I think this is like a month, month and a half. Uh, and I did notice right beforehand this. I think this was the day before uh, April Fool's. So I don't. <laughs> I think this is legit. It would have to be on April first if they wanted to be actual April Fool's joke, right? I mean, isn't that the rules? Those are the rules, right? <laughs> I guess unofficial rules. Yeah. This doesn't seem crazy enough. To me, but you can you guys can tell me if you if you think it's not legit. But uh, so Gizmodo reports transparent wood. That sounds bad by itself. Uh, 
Transparent wood could replace glass, becoming coolest building material material ever. <laughs> that title kind of <laughs> sounds a little funny. But so this is from the KTH Royal Institute of Technology in Sweden. Sweden, Sweden, yeah. Uh, they developed this <laughs> this clear or uh, at least semi-transparent wood. Uh, and so what they did was they removed this organic compound from it called lignin. Uh, Matt, you know stuff. Is that is that real? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds real. Uh, that is apparently what makes the wood brown, uh, and or you know tan. I guess uh, whatever. Uh, potato, potato. It's, it's a shade of brown, I suppose. Right. So essentially, what it does is then it, it makes uh, it can potentially make the wood structure of a house into cheap solar panels by letting more light into the house and thus lessening electric bills. Lars Berglund, uh, sounds like a strong Swedish name, Namen, yeah. I don't know, I'm combining it with German for some reason. He led led this study and said, quote, we can create veneer from this material and then laminate it into larger structures, such as load-bearing panels and beams, end quote. And they also brought up at the end of the article that uh, this isn't the first time that something crazy surprising has been done with wood like this because last year, UW-Madison, UW-Wisconsin, I should say, uh, I don't remember if it was, I assume Madison, it's kind of like the uh, UW-Wisconsin, they created microchips uh, out of wood, which is pretty crazy. Actually, I don't know which one's burn? crazier. They're both pretty crazy. Yeah, I <laughs> kind of wondered about that, too. But You overclock it, then it just doesn't. <laughs> Literally. I mean, that could happen to any processor, right? I don't know. I think it would be easier, though, with this wood. No. Maybe? <laughs> Run electricity through it. I don't know. I how many, push the turbo button on it. How many gigahertz yeah. is that? <laughs> Intel? No. No turbo button on this one. <laughs> it's like a hertz. <laughs> one hertz. Hurt, you, you, you can push the turbo button, but then that's it. You got to get a new one because you, you can use that, you know, additional clock speed. But then you got to get another chip. You need to do those. It's a one and done kind of thing. Those cycles. You got you got to get them in there. You know. You know. It's, they're they're a dime a dozen anyway. You know these wooden processors. You know. Just anyway, yeah, yeah. <laughs> back to the clear wood, you guys. What do you think of that? <laughs> clear wood. I like that for maybe you know like a yeah, wood. I suppose a house. You know, getting light in natural light. I don't know. Yeah, this is real. Yeah, he shows that on on the picture. It it, it's, it looks like a pretty thin piece of wood. Uh, it's definitely transparent. I wouldn't say it's you know 100 transparent like like glasses. Right. Uh, I'm Frosty. curious if they made huge beams. And I think it'd look cool, but I don't think it would be that transparent. You know, it's still. Oh it sure. It feels like that yeah. kind of maybe that frosted glass. It looks like see. frosted glass for sure. Yeah. I guess but, yeah. How transparent it would be if it was like those beams or like a huge thick piece. Of wood or panels or whatever. Yeah, I think that I think the sh- most shocking thing about it, it I kind of wish I could pick a piece up because uh, just to be able to to see something that looks like glass and then and then kind of knock on it and then you're literally knocking <laughs> on wood, you know. <laughs> I don't, just the texture is the bigger thing. The texture and the weight, is you this know. An April Fools. Uh, that's what uh, I was. That's what I said. Episode that <laughs> I, I wasn't aware of. I don't uh, know. <laughs> Uh, when, when was it written? Was it actually published uh, on April Fools? Maybe the you know the, the time. That's what I said. That's what I was. Time zone difference. 
Actually, it looks oh. like here the the, the date the date day, stamp is three thirty one sixteen. Day before, that's what I'm saying. But yeah. uh, that's why I questioned it. But it uh, I, I don't know. Uh, it looks legit. I think. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's say it's legit. I don't think right. it's crazy enough. You know. Crazy. It'd probably be pretty good though if it was. That's pretty elaborate. <laughs> Anyway, my right. uh, April Fool's uh, Techies one that was uh, something that UW Wisconsin had done. I know that's, <laughs> that's fun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we didn't do such things, did we? <laughs> yeah, no. I guess we called it out last time too. All right, well, yeah. Any further thoughts on that? Otherwise, uh, Matt can let us know what he wants to talk about. Today. All right, yeah, I've got one from uh, Engadget. This is Dropbox. Will soon show all your cloud-based files right in the desktop. Um, Stole my so article. pretty much <laughs> if you've well, got you... a, a ton of files in Dropbox, uh, maybe you've got selective sync on where only you have, uh, you know, who knows, maybe camera uploads and uh, maybe your documents and you've got photos just sitting off on the cloud. Um, you can actually have access to all of that stuff. Um, you can see everything you have access to in Dropbox of your, your computer's native interface. So uh, like Mac Finder or Windows Explorer, uh, the locally stored synced files will have the green check mark like they normally do or the, uh, I can't remember the other ones, uh, the icons that'll have cloud. I think the blue one is syncing. Cloud icon. Um, and the oh, What's sorry, that? no, I, I might be getting ahead of myself. <laughs> and the the cloud stored files will also appear in your file system, uh, but with a cloud icon next to them. <laughs> so if you've got, I don't know, a, a terabyte of photos out there, or music, or movies, uh, you can still see them and uh, you know interact with them and, and see what you've got. Uh, but you can double click on those. Dropbox will go ahead and start downloading those, uh, and then open them once it's downloaded. Uh, I guess movies is probably a bad example. You wouldn't want to <laughs> double-click it, have any kind of interactive experience there because it would take a while to download. Um, but so it, it'll kind of store things in Dropbox and then also in the machine if you've got too much. Uh, they, they pointed out that SSDs are now becoming kind of the norm, so our hard drive uh, space is actually becoming more of a premium than cloud storage. Um, so mm. you can load those locally. Any changes you make are synced back to Dropbox. Um, so pretty cool. Uh, no release date on this feature yet, uh, and it sounded like they were rolling it out to business partners first, um, and then probably to the premium Dropbox members. Ooh. But I'm oh, pretty excited about this. Yeah, but, um, and like I said, I... <laughs> Can I stream a video from Dropbox? I think on uh, at least on iOS, you can stream movies out of the uh, out of Dropbox, I, I don't think they would do the streaming here because I think they do reduce the quality to make it streaming. Oh sure, you'd kind of queue it up to download, and then then you'd have access to it locally. Uh, but I'm yeah. not sure if they prioritize it or, or how that works, or if you sit there and click on which folders you want locally and which ones you want in the cloud. Mm. Uh, they didn't go into the details of that, but uh, just kind sure. of Ooh. high level where they're where they're going with this. I should so say this. I started reading the uh, tech crunch article i think on the same topic and then realized mm -hmm. thankfully it was a short article but realized near the end that like i should maybe go back and check and make sure they don't have the same oh crap that and that never happens <laughs> never happens mm -hmm. where you guys happen to have the same article but in this case or at least the same topic uh yeah. and i was excited but but this is one of the things that you know i save a lot of my articles i see on facebook and this was one of them and uh yeah i thought i was pretty excited about that i, I like that oh did now did you mention i I didn't see it here, but it's it's Project Infinite, I think, uh, is what they're calling it. Did you mention that? No, I left that out. I figured that might be a little more confusing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, they've, they've got a name for it and everything. So, what well, is it? Is Project Infinite right? Was it Project? It's definitely got Infinite in the title. Uh, anyway, let's see here. Dropbox Infinite. That's all I have to search. I'm sure. It is. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, Project Infinite. Yep. Do you guys have much in Dropbox that you use that this would you'd be able to take advantage of this or? I I do have a lot in Dropbox. Uh, you know, but I've yet to sort of decide what the ultimate cloud storage option is still because I have some things on Google Drive, I have some things on Dropbox, I have some things on Creative Cloud. Uh, nothing really on. Yeah, well, photos are on iCloud, I guess, right now. Uh, I'm all over the board just too. All over, and it everything. sucks. And I and I wish, I kind of wish that there's something a while back I was going to talk about called O Drive, way back when that was kind of a way to combine things, but it didn't really uh, because it still kept them separate. Even uh, though it kept them separate, um, but you know you just had one application to download, and it, eh, that's not exactly. <laughs> I don't know what the ideal solution is really. One well, Amazon has their big thing too, and I, I guess everyone has a limited storage with them if you're a Prime member, right? And I, I don't really know enough about that one too, but unlimited storage is, you know, that, that's kind of a nice feature too. But I don't know if anyone else has that. But some people they just, go, or I should say, services go by, oh, we've got this size, and you can, you know, different tiers for different payments. And I, I don't know, there's a lot out there, and I feel like you kind of need to be part of a, a platform to. Um, you know, we're gonna take advantage of it. Yeah. Or you know, like one for Google, one for Microsoft, OneDrive, and Apple's got their huge mess that I'm sort of a part of, but I'm hoping <laughs> I know. I, yeah. Did uh um... it's just a lot. But I, Dropbox seems to be a kind of nice and I don't know, maybe someday and I do have some things with it, but um I guess it's just really a matter of really sitting down and kind of choosing one. And then, you know, paying for it, going for free options or just you know, storing everything locally. Like, I think we, we grew up on that, but it's nice to be able to access stuff wherever, whenever. And I think that's one of the main uh, advantages of a cloud storage. So there was, this did actually remind me of the way Apple handles iCloud for some of the, like for your photos on your phone a little bit. Where you get, isn't that kind of what's going on here? It's, um, it just shows a preview more or less for, or a thumbnail. You know how it shows thumbnails of photos? Um, Without downloading the full photo, right? Yeah, I think when you go through the whole, you know, year, month, whatever views they've got, I think it's just they've just got a bunch of thumbnails cached locally, and then you can load it up the uh, the entire photo. So yeah, it's kind of something similar. And I was trying to think when I read the article, I was saying, oh, this is really cool. You know, I've got I think I've had something over like 100 gigs in in Dropbox. I'm kind of wow. in their mm-hmm. ecosystem. I was like, oh, this would be cool. And then I was thinking, I don't know if I'd actually use this right now. So, but for businesses, I could see. If you've got all of your stuff, you know, in this, it'd be like kind of like a local storage, or you know, uh, I mean, as a there's as a network available storage that you could use. So that that's kind of cool. But it seems a little bit more user friendly. There's one reason and one reason only I was excited about this, and it's because there's so many times that something isn't synced or doesn't look like it's synced, uh, you know, locally. And it seems like sure. with this solution, you'd always see what's currently in your Dropbox. Is that, yeah. Is that? Am I getting that right? <laughs> getting that accurate? Yeah. So yeah, okay. I think normally, I mean, are you talking about the, like the sync folders where you can selectively say, "I just want 
documents folder and then well, everything like, else you know movies or photos just leave that well no that it's, it's more like computer. i'll upload something to dropbox on let's say on one device go back to my desktop or something and it's not sync it's taken forever to to show up on my desktop um but in this case it seems like it'd be more instant you know it would actually show up in my finder um or any you know any other device would be more or less instantly at least at least showing that the file is present <laughs> oh yeah you'd think so yeah even if you've got a two gigabyte movie that you put up there and yeah it's uploading and then it's got to go to the other device and download it it should probably just upload and say hey there's a movie here and yeah. then everywhere else will say hey there's a movie there if you want to get it right so that, yeah that'd be kind of cool just knowing yeah. i think that's know, part that's got to be part of the reason for uh for this move i would think but if they do that that's that seems like one of the the cooler features. <laughs> you you should yeah. uh, pitch that over to Dropbox. That's a if they don't do it with this, that that seems like more of the killer feature that I'd be looking for. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> mm-hmm. All right, Tony. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. That's nice. Um, my article is from The Verge, and it's Microsoft has created its own IFTTT, and that is if this then that tool called Flow. Um, and basically, like if then that is, it's kind of like taking these internet services and working with other internet services. Um, and I kind of used if this then that a little bit, like basically send me a text message every time it rains mm-hmm. or snows. Um, kind of took that off you, Shane, because um, I believe uh, you do that too. But it does not always work. But for the mo- well, for the <laughs> most part, it does. But there were some times when I thought, hey, I didn't really get anything here. Um, I was- and I was trying to look. They have some recipes. But anyway, Microsoft, um, they have this preview version, which kind of like they did with Windows 10. Um, I believe it's like their open beta. Um, I kind of think that's their way of calling it a, uh, you know, their preview kind of like it's not fully open, but it kind of is um, way for you to kind of test it and uh, check out the, the different tools that they have. And in this case, it's called Flow. And um, it's kind of a way to, for they make these different workflows. Um, versus, you know, if this, then that is, I think they call theirs recipes. Um, here they call them flows. And um, it's designed to work with things like Twitter, Slack, Google Drive, uh, Dropbox, and Office 365. Um, so this is kind of more towards Microsoft services, but it is using other things too. Um, I've never heard of, I, I shouldn't say I've never, but I, I've heard of Slack, but um, I'm starting to hear that a lot more. I'm not exactly sure what, is that a social networking thing? You guys heard of that Slack? Oh, Slack. Yeah. Well, no, it's a pro- project management, uh, online project management software. Okay. That uh, just tried using a little bit at work, but honestly, I don't think I did much with it. Um, okay. Is it more for work work versus like? Is it? It's not really a social thing that like the consumer would use, or I mean, not to get like too far off topic, but mess- it's, yeah, it's a it's like messages messages that you can send uh, like normal like iMessage. You could just message people back and forth, but you can also have groups and channels that you can listen into. So I can post something to uh, Techie's channel, and then if we're all in the channel, you you can all see it and read it. Or I could oh, create okay. a private message between just us three, and we could message, or I could just send something to Tony. Oh, is it mostly for messaging? Maybe I misunderstood. (laughs) Uh, Well, either way, um, it it uses the recipes, or again, flows. Um, So some of the things is that you can generate, um, you know, text alerts or SMS alerts from emails, or put tweets into Excel. Um, one of them is Slack notifications. <laughs> Putting your tweets into an Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> well, I just, there's, I'm does sure there's people that like to document a lot of just stuff. An and example. there's a lot more with like, 
like I went to their site and there's like a lot with SharePoint, which I know is more of a business oh, wow. and like I don't think the average consumer is using SharePoint. Wow. This is more like you know, <laughs> more for the business side of things. But and you can really upload different things to that just on it. But yeah, if you wanna I think you should do that, Matt. Every time you use uh, <laughs> like Excel. I can just imagine someone saying, I want that stand top of Twitter, but I, I want it in PowerPoint. So, you know, at the end of the week, compile all my tweets, give me a PowerPoint presentation so I can just watch that. Well, you know, yeah, just from a business can't perspective. Can you download tweets already? Do that. I mean, can't you click on that to automatically give me every, all my tweets and Probably. everything? I, I thought there was a, a setting on Twitter. Well, oh, if you're, if you're, was, yes, if you're part of like an executive person with little time and just wanting, I just want a PowerPoint <laughs> because I'm familiar with that. If you're part of the social, Twitters. social team at work or something, I could see maybe something like that happening. But, uh, you know, I'm looking in the flows that Microsoft provides now. This page looks almost identical to the uh, recipes that, yeah, that yeah. if this then that provides <laughs> very similar. That's what I was thinking too. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. one of them is Wonderlist, and I don't know if, if this then that has anything, but I think um, I think Microsoft owns Wonderlist now, and I um, there's really? some recipes or flows with that too. Um, so it and, and Dropbox, Dropbox like copy files between Dropbox and SharePoint. Um, so there's just different things you can do to kind of automate your your online services with one another. Um, so I don't know. I thought that was kind of cool, and it. I, again, I haven't used it yet, and I barely use it. If this, then that. But I, I, I thought of a really good recipe that I kind of want to have, but it's flow. I don't know if anyone does it. What's that? <laughs> it's a flow, <laughs> or a flow. Well, I'm kind of using that Get sort of interchangeably yeah, right now, yeah. which probably isn't the best idea. But I'm just. Kidding. Um, I don't know if you guys have want this, but I want anytime <laughs> someone sends me Instagrams into an Excel sheet. <laughs> and he said, anytime someone sends me a picture text message, I'd like it to automatically go into my photos. Uh, library. Uh, I couldn't find a flow. Well, I haven't really looked through all the flows that they have or um, a recipe yet for that. But I thought, why not? You know, like oh, you can kind of, I thought that would be kind of cool, but. There's not one in here for that. RSS feeds. That's all I really care about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, that's, sorry, Shane. You're just going to have to wait. That's the, thing, that's the thing that is, if this and that is, as uh, for this show, has just failed. I, mind you, it's a free service. <laughs> The failed. It's a free service. Oh, this, I it feel did. like this is all still it too does. Yeah, no, but it, I don't know why. I think it, I don't know if it's because our RSS feed is too large or something. But it used to work, and it has not worked in forever <laughs> for this show. Uh, oh. At least the the, uh, the the if this and then that. Yeah. Um, oh, but this is cool. I, I like I'm, I like that I'm at least hearing that there's uh, alternatives out there. And did, yeah, I don't like that Microsoft still keeps doing something. I know that I keep all I hear, especially from different podcasts that I read, is just like they really missed the boat on mobile and that and this, that, and the other. But, I mean, they're still trying along. I think Windows 10 is still good, but I, I don't know. I just like that they're still doing – they're still plugging along with stuff. Oh, I, I feel like I'm pitting them now. I don't really mean to do that. Um, I didn't mean to, Mr. Frodo. <laughs> uh, what was there? Um, oh, you can access it with Worker School Office 365 account. Um, you can use your non-outlook.com email address. And um, it's weird, though, but they don't appear to be supporting the outlook.com accounts just yet. Um, I think that's wow. coming soon, but um, there was no date on that. So they're kind of, they really want to get everyone out there to, you know, like, doesn't matter what you have. If you don't have Microsoft, that's okay. They really want to be everywhere. Um, and then they'll eventually come to can, stuff they have. Can one of you guys try muting real quick? <laughs> hearing, like, a huge amount of feedback all of a sudden. Oh yeah, there it went away. Thank you. <laughs> you can probably come back now. Hello. 
Okay. Yeah, that's Matt. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Is there, it back? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a fan going? Okay. Matt, you got that you got that Dyson going? <laughs> Ooh. Sorry, Matt. <laughs> I don't know if that's it or not. Uh, Maybe. I need a Dyson here. I was starting to... Uh, this room gets a little hot. Just saying. And, and I don't have a, an overhead fan like my last place, but... Anyway, uh, very cool, and uh, I'm really looking forward to self-driving cars. All right. I think we all are. Yeah, true story. <laughs> I feel like I had another point, but uh, yeah, in and out, uh, just lost it, of course. Sure. Completely. Pretty neat, though. <laughs> Gosh, well, just like Automation, I think that's coming more and more, that with machine learning and everything else, we'll be able to do less and less as devices do more and more. <laughs> yeah. We don't have to do anything. <laughs> We're going to wind up like the uh, yeah. people in Wally. <laughs> I never saw that one. Oh, wow. Yeah, you're missing out. I, you're not the first person that said that. Like, uh, you know, just made a comment that made me kind of really want to see that movie now. Oh, yeah, I like it. It's, Good times. Fun, yeah. What happened to the humans in that? Or is that a spoiler? You don't have to. Yeah, you should probably just watch it. All right. It's kind of like it's. It's kind of cool, but kind of dumb at the same time. I, there's there's certain, I don't know. Yeah. Go check it out sometime. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, that's, uh, I guess that's about it for for that. Let's, uh, let's just go right on ahead and end on. Let's talk about some of this. XP Boost. This week's XP Boost is brought to you by, not brought to you by, not at all. We're talking about Microsoft's. WordFlow iOS keyboard. And this just came out, somebody said just last week. I, I just picked it up, um, I think on Tuesday. Uh, a friend of mine had made a post about it, and I'm like, oh, maybe I'll check that out. That looks interesting. So the big selling point, and, and the screenshot he had shown about this thing is that it, it, it has this arch, this completely arched keyboard. Um, and, and he talked about how... It, you know, maybe he'd go back to an iPhone uh, 6 Plus or 6S Plus, whatever, just to to be able to use this because one of the big problems with those bigger phones is that, you know, you can't really, a lot of, in a lot of cases, you can't one-hand uh, type, depend, well, depending on how large you have of hands that you have. <laughs> but so this is something, to, something Tony mentioned here about what Microsoft had done. Originally, they purchased SwiftKey. And they made something called the Hub Keyboard that came out prior to this. So, so this wasn't their first attempt at a keyboard. And um, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, this this is out on Windows phones, or this was out first on Windows phones. Tony, did you did you mention that? I thought I thought you mentioned that. Anyway, right? The like, Hub, yes, I believe. Well, the or Hub, that or oh, I didn't, um, yeah. So, I don't the, know. so this one, this one just then, just came out on iOS. Either way. And essentially, it's a custom, it's a third-party keyboard you can get for iOS, you know, since whenever it was, what, iOS 8, or was that the version they opened up third-party? I, I think it was. I think it was iOS 8 that they allowed third-party keyboards. Um, now they're on 9.3.1, or <laughs> to be precise. Uh, so as I mentioned, that was that was the biggest selling point, was was having this this arched layout that allows you to essentially reach all the keys with a single thumb. Um, and so, so when you first get, when you first download, it's a, it is a standalone app that has, you know, some adjustable settings within it. 
and uh, gives you just this very, it's kind of confusing because it gives you this brief tutorial at the, at the very beginning that I didn't really find all that informative. But one of the things they talk about is how you can use like the, I think they call that like scroll texting or basically the swift te uh, style of texting um, where you go, you know, you, you trace out which keys exactly. And the thing I really like about that versus the actual Swift keyboard is that it doesn't draw a dumb looking line. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, Tony played around with it a little bit too. I don't know if you noticed this, but it has kind of, I like it. It has this cool, like multiple dotted, uh, sort of, uh, tail rather than, which I think looks so much better visually personally than, um, than having that, you know, red line or, or whatever green line that goes around and traces all the different keys. Mind you, maybe that's better in some regard because then you can actually see, you know, what keys you were going to and everything. But anyway, I, I like the way this one looks better. So you have that option or you have the stand. You can use it as a standard keyboard also along with the predictive text bar that you get on your, you know, if you have the predictive text turned on on your uh, default <laughs> iOS keyboard, it also has that bar at the top to select from three different word options also. Um, so that's there as well. Now, uh, in the app itself, you get these different themes. So, um, while I will say that the default theme actually looks pretty decent, it looks pretty iOS like, in fact, I think, I think it suits iOS pretty well, but you can go in and you can get these different themes and it's really just a different background for your keyboard, essentially a different like galaxy looking ones, different star fields and all those sorts of things. Uh, which that's kind of cool if you're into that sort of thing. I personally would rather have something that looks more uh, neutral. Um, I, how, how do you guys feel about do you, how do you, how do you feel about your keyboard? Does your keyboard need to be a neutral thing, or or do you want it to be customized like that? Anybody? <laughs> I, like I don't know if I want. Go on. What was that? <laughs> Oh, I oh, thought yeah. that was. <laughs> I think that was my biggest thing against the keyboards when they first came out with uh, iOS eight was just they all look so wonky compared to everything else with the, the UI. Absolutely, that and that is mm -hmm. that is actually a huge reason why I didn't this this one to me, at least the default layout, the default theme looks the most uh, legit to me. It looks it looks like it fits, it looks iOS like, and um, yeah, I, I wouldn't necessarily have a problem. Um, keeping it on there if it weren't for a few other things, which I'll get to in just a second here. But yeah, as I mentioned layout, it looks really, it looks decent. It looks really nice. Um, but I will say that the, the space bar for one and maybe some of the other keys themselves, they're not, they don't look like separated physical buttons because they're, which is okay. You know, the, it, it works, I think for the key, for the uh, main keys themselves, for the letters on the keyboard it seems okay but then spacebar just seems like it's off by itself at the bottom just just the text space and it doesn't for some reason it doesn't <laughs> seem as obvious that it's a, a spacebar down there to me kind of a minor little thing but in addition to that uh some of the other keys like getting to the uh the numbers and the special characters i think the placement of that maybe delete and enter some of those other keys are slightly different than the than the uh, default iOS keyboard layout which that's a little bit frustrating but um, having said that um, 
So I tried both. I tried um, the arched layout, which you de so depending, you can actually, I should say, you can put the, the arch of, you know, the curve, curved layout in either direction. You can have it going left or right. And obviously you, you don't want it going to the left. You don't want it arching the opposite direction of how you type, whichever hand you're typing with. You want to be able to, you know, for instance, right-handed people such as myself are going to want that arch to be over to the right. So it, you know, because otherwise it's counterintuitive, of course. But um, when I tried that, it seems in theory, it seems cool, right? <laughs> but it's not. Yeah. I, I don't think. Uh, yeah, and Tony, you play around it for, you said, for like 10 in minutes. In theory, it does. But when you just said right-handed, I'm thinking, you know what? If I'm doing this with my thumb, I almost just want to do left-handed, even though I am right-handed. I don't know. Oh. If you thought. Okay. But I don't know what point you're making, but you can continue on. Uh, I just, uh, my point is that the the curve, it's, yeah, in theory, it, it seems nice that you'd be able to access all the keys. But I found the keys actually much closer together and more difficult which is really bad i think because i already struggle with hitting the right keys on the keyboard and i have a six plus mm. and uh, at least with my thumb i find myself constantly hitting the wrong keys at least when i'm just yeah. typing with my thumb and this makes it i feel like this makes it even more difficult because the placement of the keys are, are even closer together um so yeah the arch thing it's a neat idea i prefer the standard default you know, straight across the whole way layout. Plus, it's just more visually appealing. Now, mm. having said that, the different um, I was I was playing around with it. The the swift I forget what it, what else you call it. The scrolling. The, the, let's just, I'm just going to keep calling it the swift style <laughs> of uh, where you don't lift your finger up. Tracing tracing the keys right. Don't lifting don't lift your uh, finger up. Uh, that I found decent. Um, occasionally <laughs> but i it is also super frustrating when it doesn't type the correct word you want because you can it'll you'll go through a few words oh wow yeah this is going fast and then you'll get to something and it'll be like snossages or something or i don't know just something <laughs> random that you didn't mean to type and then when you hit backspace it deletes the entire word mm. um which sometimes May you know maybe sometimes you didn't mean to delete the whole word maybe you you only needed the end of it changed then it's kind of eh, it's a little bit uh, inefficient in that regard I think but uh, you know it, and having said that if I'm not going to use that Swift style then I might as well just use the basic <laughs> iOS default keyboard uh, and I think that's probably the I think it sounds like that's the conclusion you came to too Tony. Yeah, I, I don't know. I got, well, what drew me to this one was, oh, this is something different. I'll give it a shot. But kind of like before when they when Apple opened up iOS to having different keyboards, you basically got to download an app, you know, the same way you would download any other app. And then you kind of have to turn the keyboard on in settings. And I, I think you got to, you know, enable it and basically tell the operating system to say, yeah, let whatever I type, you know, be used by this keyboard or whatever, which I kind of think is like a weird security thing. I know they have to say it, but yeah. I mean, I'm sure everything's secure, but I still feel like, wait, what am I doing again? And when I first saw that error message or that not error message, but that message saying, allow the keyboard to see what I'm typing or whatever. Um, oh, yeah. However they say it, I thought like, oh, I don't they, know if I like that. They anymore. mentioned something about credit card numbers and, <laughs> you know, 
Um, yeah, I was yeah, a little. I, I didn't initially turn that, on, and then I realized I couldn't do, use certain features because of you it. You need to. Yeah, you need to. If you really want or to take full advantage of another a third party keyboard, you have to do it. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I really like third party keyboards. Maybe that I've 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 tried it. I've said yes. You know, sign my life away. Whatever. I want to try <laughs> this keyboard out. But you know, it's also shows up as another app icon on your. Yeah. So-called, you know, iPhone desktop, if you will, or whatever that you got to throw into a crap folder because you'll never really <laughs> click on it, you know, just to, and other if you want to see some settings or whatever. So I didn't really like that. Um, I had another point that I was going to say, but oh, the other thing is, I mean, we've had iPhones for how long and we've almost, you know, been, you know, ingrained with the default keyboard, maybe some tweaks over the years. Um, but it's going to take me a while if I'm really going to try to use another one. I'm just going to try one. Something's really got hit hard to to say, oh, this is going to be a great keyboard, great features. Otherwise, I'm going to go back to what I've been using ever since I got an iPhone, which yeah. is the default keyboard. Um, one of the best things they did to it was when it's caps, it's caps. And when it's lowercase, the keys are lowercase now in the default one. And I think that's great. <laughs> I really just use the default one. Yeah, well, you know what? Now that you um, mentioned And I've it, always used the default one. It's... Uh... <laughs> I guess I, I guess that's a fine feature. It didn't really, honestly, it didn't bother me that much. But what <laughs> if I had to say one? Other than that, it's a default keyboard. I've used it, uh, you know, for X number of years since 07 when I got the first iPhone. I'm, again, that was one of the only tweaks they've done to it. But it's going to take a lot for me to use a third-party one um, and not revert back to a default one like I always do. So I think Apple's. So. I think their biggest mistake with uh, with feeling they needed to do that was. Do you guys remember when they changed what the caps lock looked like on the keyboard? They went to like the blue or something like it made it bold and blue. I, I, whatever they did with that, it was like the last version on the iOS keyboard. I feel like it did what the opposite for me. Yeah, I feel like when they when they changed the way caps lock looked, it actually made me think it wasn't. It was the opposite of what it was before that that suddenly I was questioning even more whether or not caps lock was on or off, but yeah, it, it definitely makes it a lot more obvious when they change the, <laughs> the, the actual what, was it the, the up keyboards. arrow with a, um, like a dash under it when it was caps. Yeah. The dash but it wasn't was, under it. It was more, about when the, it was not. Caps. It's more about the color or the, whether or not it was bold or, or, or not, but you know, if it, if it was just a, a stroke around the arrow itself oh. or, yeah, I see. Because it looks like I'm just looking at old. You know, I just did a quick search in oh, Google man. Images, and Shift Off was a white one, and mm. Shift On was black. And I don't know what version they is it, there is in this picture, but um, I thought I'd just yeah. I, I I don't yeah. I don't know. Well, mine's doing yeah. I don't know the way mine works now. It, it makes sense, I think. But yeah, at one point I don't know there was some change they made that didn't <laughs> wasn't immediately obvious. I thought. Um, sure. Yeah, but so uh, yeah, I don't use the you know I don't, I don't use it anymore. I think I probably I didn't even a whole day. I'm just like, all right, this is cool. <laughs> I'm done. Back to normal. It's, yeah. I mean, I mean, sure. Could I have tried it longer? I think Shane probably gave it a longer uh, chance than maybe I did, and you know, somewhat. I don't know, maybe I'm just jaded about like just using something I've always used just to no, I'm be comfortable used, with it. Yeah, I'm back to using the default one at least for now. <laughs> but. Uh, so one thing I will say, for some reason I had it in my head, and I don't have an S, I don't have a 6S or anything, but 
you guys, I, I I tried looking this up. I could have sworn, and and I think I was confusing it with how you can use your keyboard as a, a touch or a trackpad. Now you know you can scroll around text or whatever, which seems like a cool feature. But it also seemed really obvious to me that why wouldn't they be able to use that 3D touch in a similar way where you don't have to lift your finger off of the keyboard when you're typing because. You literally could have your finger down the whole time on the keyboard, scrolling through the keys, and just press a little harder when you want to actually type on those specific keys. That seems like, I don't know, that seems like a no-brainer to me. But Are devs taking advantage of the uh, 3D Touch? I, f- I thought I heard they're not as much as maybe Apple or others wanted them to. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I heard it's just maybe a slow process to really take advantage of that. Sure, there's some apps, and I'm sure there's a lot from Apple, but... Sure. I don't know if you guys have played around, or you guys, I don't know if you and maybe have they, the, uh, Maybe they just sickness. can't do both. I mean, it, it seems like there should at least be an option to do either the trackpad or the, you know, that sort of option, but I don't know. Sure. That seems, uh, that seems like it could be a really cool use, and maybe maybe that will, maybe they'll add that feature if, if they haven't already. Like I said, I couldn't, I tried looking it up, but I couldn't even find that as a feature. Um, but, yeah, maybe we'll see it at some point, because I, I don't know. It's just, they never see it, you can never get a touch keyboard right. <laughs> no matter what I've seen, it's never perfect. And I think, honestly, I think that's why the iPad Pro has a physical keyboard with it <laughs> because they can't get it right. So, yeah, on screen keyboard. You know who gets it right? Desktop keyboards. Boom. <laughs> <Right>. Exactly. <laughs> the mechanical ones, they're great. They're awesome. I don't even like laptop keyboards that much. I cannot type that fast on a laptop keyboard. Yeah, I think I just top. got used to laptop keyboards now, kind of. Uh, but I agree. Like, I point. am a little bit, but I still feel like I slow down. Like, I think, you know, 50, Mac... 60 words on a laptop, but you're up to 70, 80 on a... Well, I am. I mean, sure, it's probably not the, the speediest of the, the speedest, but I, you know, I probably, maybe, I don't know if, if I told anyone here on, on techies, but... I got a new mechanical keyboard maybe about a month or two ago, Ooh. and I gotta say I love it. <laughs> I feel like nice. That's awesome. Um, I I feel like Apple keyboards are kind of the reason I maybe got more used to uh, laptop keyboards in general too. Uh, very similar, I, I think. Uh, I don't it, maybe they're not exact, but you know they're fl- same, uh, fairly flat. You know, in both cases, similar similar kind of button mechanic i think going on there um although i don't know i I don't know if these types of keyboards use kind of like that uh butterfly what do they call it butterfly mechanism or butterfly switching or whatever those new ones i don't know if that was new brand new to just the laptop or new to keyboards in general um but at any rate i i feel like it's not too much of a stretch although i i'll also say that i find that the keyboards on max i think Kind of feel like the the laptop keyboards on a Mac tend to be better, um, maybe easier to type on than on than on Windows uh, machines. I don't know. Uh, at least at least older Windows machines. <laughs> maybe I'm thinking of the last Windows laptop I had, which um, was pretty terrible by comparison <laughs> to what probably what was you it had that Dell? Yeah, from like a hundred years ago. I still have it somewhere. Well, big surprise, right? Chin keeps everything, but. Uh, <laughs> I thought you gave that laptop away. I did, and I'm then thinking. I and then I got it back. Uh, it's broken. I think I think it just needs a hard drive replaced. But was there the snakeskin speakers? Is this the one? Well, it was wrist pads, but yes. <laughs> oh, I just remembered. Oh, uh, it was kind of amazing actually. But that was like O two, O three. Oh 03? god, yeah, it's so outdated now. 
Ridiculous. Wow, they had laptops back then? <laughs> Believe it or not, yeah, back in my day, <laughs> our laptops were so slow. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm Good giving, uh, and I don't know, maybe this is even too high of a rating, but what the heck, I'm giving you three out of five stars just because it's probably one of the best, one of the better, and, and give them A for effort on the on the uh, curved layout. That's different. It's, it's outside of the box thinking. I like it. <laughs> Uh, if I didn't mention it, also the curved layout kind of looks. I don't like it. There's a bunch of extra white space there too that just doesn't really. I I, I don't know. <laughs> kind of. Would you give it more of a score, a better score, if there was, let's say, a box around the shift key or the space bar? I mean, it would help a little <laughs> <Is it>? bit. <laughs> something, some, some lines. I don't know. Something to make it more some obvious. Lines. Yeah. Just maybe a little line down there. Use some of that blank space to maybe make the keys bigger. I don't know. Yeah. Although so, I don't know what I'm saying because I don't. I mean, they could make the layout great. I think what drew me to it was how different it looked, and you know, yeah. they're just you know trying something new that you know maybe someone who just wants to type their thumb like you know maybe you did back in the olden days with your flip phone. Back um, in the olden the, days. Uh, with yeah, I know right with your razor right, <laughs> <laughs> and then you would just feel like one, and then you hit one like two times to get B and back two, in my day, and that B E F G. Thought that was kind of nice. I don't know. We didn't have any of this touchscreen crap. Yeah, touchscreen. Yeah, uh, but I mean that was more tactile though. The you know the uh, I should say the number pad uh, way out of text. Yeah, I thought that was. I like the. I didn't have to look slide at out keyboards. <laughs> slide out keyboards were the way. That was that was the way to go. By the way, I changed our uh, episode title now to Crap Folder, uh, per you, Tony. So awesome. Th- thanks for that. Well. <laughs> yeah. We were allowed to get rid of different or hide. I think even BlackBerry was good yeah. at the time to be able to hide either folders or apps that you couldn't delete. But no, I, yeah, was, come on, I Apple, don't know quick, if Android. Quick grab ass and We have to keep those. <laughs> yeah, we have to keep those uh, apps or, you know, at least keep the icons showing of the ones we don't want. But I know it would be, a, at least I heard it would be a big undertaking to remove those or even hide them. <laughs> Like the stock app uses that. You know, you know, See? another company I compare to Apple. That's a rant. Sorry. No, yeah, <laughs> no. So I, <laughs> I feel like that's the excuse like a company like Blizzard uses a lot. Like they, uh, I don't know, mm-hmm. they talk about whatever. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't do this. It's not my line of work in, in either case. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't know. They act like it's a big undertaking. But I mean, they just have to put the resources toward it and do it if it's a big enough. You know, I, I feel like it's a big enough thing. They don't, I, think, I think they don't. Think I think it might be. An, thing. It's not a priority. It's yeah. I just feel like it's. Uh, well, it's not done. It is actually a high priority thing to its users, and it's mm-hmm. more about not, not getting to the point of being able to hide the default apps. Right? Probably they don't really want to get mm-hmm. to that point. Um, but yeah, be nice to make point. people use them or get rid of them. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, maybe that's me being too harsh. I don't know. <laughs> nah. I just think a lot of people aren't using them. They're using third-party ones, if if at all, or they're just putting them into a crap folder, yeah. But yeah, that's sort of off topic. <laughs> crap folder. And yeah, I think everything now comes in a crap folder called utilities, right? You get a new iPhone, you open it up. Oh, is that what it is now? I, I made my own utilities folder. 
Uh, I didn't know that. I think it's called utility. It might be called something else. Maybe it's called crap. Maybe Apple's just going into it. They're steering right into it. That would be awesome. Crap folder. That'd be awesome. <laughs> you got your weather in there. You got your stock. You got that. What's the new version of newsstand? Just news? I mean, maybe people are using that. I, don't I, know. I Well, I was using it. The podcast <laughs> app, you know. Occasionally, guess, I'll see um, a fun article that I want to tap on, but I, yeah. Honestly, yeah, Facebook is kind of my news source right now. Like I'll say, I'll save uh, any fun article I see. I'll just save or or any topic I should say. Videos a lot. Mm-hmm. I'll save those and then be like, oh yeah, let's do that one. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, okie dokie. All righty. All right then. Uh, huh? That's about. Uh, that's about it. I think for uh, Wordflow. So if you'd like to. Check us out. You can find us at niceguynetwork.com slash techies. You can leave us a rating on iTunes. Find a link on that, at that previous link or type in uh, techies podcast. Please leave us a rating. We, we would love that. Um, do we have any? <laughs> I feel like we don't maybe have any ratings. And it's probably our biggest problem. Uh, I'm sure I can. <laughs> Might have to put another post out there about that one. See if we can get some, but. Five stars. Yeah. So uh, we're also on Stitcher. Uh, you can find us recording Sundays at 6, 7 Central on Channel 2 of Alpha Geek Radio. Check us out there. You can write in to us at techiespodcast at gmail.com, and we're on Facebook and Twitter, both at Techies Podcast. Check us out there as well. You can find... I don't want to say the wrong <laughs> name here now. Uh <laughs> No, it's not in here now. Tony, where can people find you again? Why not 255? Why not 255? All right. That's the letter Y, not My name backwards. Tony backwards. Ooh. Yeah, no, I knew that. (laughs) And you can find Matt at Hugh Locke. Also on Twitter, me, I'm Shave Mad Ox, the most difficult of all those to try to figure out. (laughs) Good luck. And You can sign it up. I mean, if I can sound it out, you can sound it out. <laughs> it took me a while. And you can find more shows like this one at NiceGuyNetwork.com. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in this evening, this fine Sunday evening. And until next time, tech or easy. game.